Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast where we agree to disagree on a lot of different things. Today's topic, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Which is pretty obvious just it's because the it's the new year. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's pretty crazy because when it becomes the new year, I feel like it stresses me out to start making New Year's resolutions and all the different things. And Jonas is a really big advocate for New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I'm a big goal setter kind (laughs) of guy. And I am not. So we're excited to talk about this and see what you guys have in store as well for your New Year's resolutions. So make sure to let us know down in the comments what you guys are focusing on or any goal settings that you have that could help us because... I really struggle with it. But anyway, let's dive into (laughs) the topic for today. It's going to be fun. Anyway, we're going to be starting with the research. So of the 41% of Americans who made or who make New Year's resolutions, only 9% are apparently successful in keeping them. And I believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. I agree with that one. What? (laughs) You stop checking your phone. Sorry. There's a, there's a game going on. You guys. Just bad timing on my part. Um, it's almost over though, so I'm I'm here. No, I I like that doesn't surprise me at all because first of all, I would have guessed only half of, of people make New Year's resolutions, so forty percent. A little bit lower than I thought, but yeah, around there. I mean it's kinda it's hard to keep a a goal. You're yawning so much that you're crying. <laughs> I know. I'm tired. <laughs> we are a mess today. <laughs> okay. It, it's hard like to keep something the whole year. And if you're setting good goals, it should, you know, it should be a stretch anyways. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Only 9% are successful in keeping them. All right, next. The most popular resolutions for 2022 were living healthier, personal improvement and happiness, and losing weight. And it says, what do you think the most popular ones are for this year? That's a good question. I don't know. Probably the same. I mean, I bet a lot I of people like- will... I mean, like it says, I feel like people want to be healthier. People want to lose weight. I feel like that's everyone's goal, especially after the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's like my first thing. Like, I'm going to be on top of it. I'm going to work out at least three to four times a week. And then I hurt my neck. And then <laughs> now I kind of just feel like I lost motivation. <laughs> it's only been a weekend. So, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like those goals are pretty universal. I feel like that's got to always be the most popular resolutions. You know, like mm-hmm. eating healthier, working out being happier, personal improvement. I mean, we talked about helping me to eat healthier this morning when we were getting ready for church. <laughs> I was like, because like, you're like, all you eat is junk. I'm like, I know. So I don't know how to eat healthy. So help me eat healthy. Well, first step is self-awareness. So that's good. I think the problem is that the healthy food that I eat, you don't like. So we have to find healthy food that you like. I mean, I obviously did it because I was gluten-free going into the Olympic year, so. We should start getting those meals again for dinner. The home chef meals. Oh, yeah. I think we just, we need to sit down. Obviously not today. meal plan, meal prep. Yeah, we need to sit down and we should just like plan things and like plan what we can eat that's healthy and do like some research and like what we should eat. Because if I know like what to do, like if you can sit down and help me figure it out, then like it'll be easier for me to be like, okay, I can go to the store. This is what we need to get. You know what I mean? Because then I feel yeah. like we don't ever have anything planned. I don't know what to cook. I don't know how to cook. And then we don't have anything to cook. So it's like. <laughs> hey, we have rice now. <laughs> well, yeah, better rice than the, what was it? The, the minute rice. Yeah, minute the rice minute rice. Fine. Yeah, it was disgusting. Okay, a little off topic. But the one thing I wanted to say 
because we wanted to talk about like what do we think are will, will be the most popular resolutions for this year. So I don't know. It's, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell, but I feel like this year would be a good year to make financial goals if you haven't already. Just because you know the economy is kind of getting worse. Maybe we're in a recession. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're going towards one. I think we are. Uh, but it's no secret that you know interest rates are going up. Yet, like when we moved to Utah, it was so hard to get a house because interest rates were low. You know, everyone could afford. You know, everyone people were qualifying for all these houses, and you know the demand was high, the supply was low, so it was really hard. But now it's like, you know, I know people in real estate that are kind of struggling, and I mean, look at the biggest tech companies. They're all laying off 20% of their workforce. So they know something's coming. Yeah, sad. Good so yeah, I don't, <laughs> I try. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if everyone sees it coming, but that'd be one thing that I would recommend if you haven't is make some sort of financial goal. What do you think? <laughs> I honestly don't know because I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I, Ma- Michaela's not a big goal setter. Which is shocking because, you know, my goal was always the Olympics. Yeah, and I, I guess strived for that. But I guess you've been a goal setter, not a goals setter yeah. you've had one goal <laughs> your whole life and well, now you're like yeah, no, but, what? well like in college gymnastics <laughs> it was like I want to try to get this many tens or I want to try to win the all-around this many times I want to get my team to win a national championship title so that's like I true. definitely had goals but like that's because I was like really into it and that was my sport but like now that I'm not doing a sport well we'll dive into it more but I don't want to give it all away right now. <laughs> I'll but. finish with the, the studies. So in a study done by Strava in 2019, they documented over 800 million user logged activities and found that most people toss in the towel on January 19th, which they've now called Quitter's Day. Wow. It's, I mean, it's January kind of... January 19th? It's, you know what's funny about that is that um, studies also show it takes 21 days to build a habit. So all those people quitting January 19th, you're two days away from making it way easier. <laughs> you know, but people just don't know it. Well, now they know. Just share <laughs> yeah, our, that. Our there listeners know. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I, sadly, it's not surprising because, I don't know, look at gyms, you know. Gyms are busiest the first week, second week of January. Like, I, I will never go to a gym in January at all because it's just so packed. I mean, I don't really go to the gym that much I anymore, think- but... I think the one reason I, like, hate celebrating New Year's is because, like, seeing everyone, like, post on Instagram, like, 2022 was not so great for me, 2019 wasn't so great, kind of gets better and better, but 2023 is going to be the year. I'm like, you say that every year. The next year is going to be the year, and then what happens when it comes to 2024? didn't get anywhere did you (laughs) so I just kind of look at it like when it's a new year like yeah I'm like oh we kind of get to start fresh but like I'm like just because it's a new year doesn't really mean you start fresh I'm like I'm still the same person I'm still doing the same things but for me I'm like I just want to try to like have a good year and you know start something and if I like it keep doing it if not I'll try something new or yeah I I mean that's a it's a good perspective because if you think about it like really nothing changes like from December 31st to January 1st, the only thing that changes is the number on the calendar. It's like tomorrow is the start of the next year of my life. You know, I can't tomorrow, you know, be my new year, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's applicable every single day of your entire life. So, so I see where you're coming from and I agree with that. Like, I don't know. I don't think you should Well, wait. I think it's good to have goals. And yeah, like- I know. But you shouldn't like wait and be like, oh, you know, 
next year's funeral right. year, you know, or. Well, you know, when your dad was in the hospital, we were sitting down talking to him and he was talking about goal setting. Who was that guy that he mentioned that had a whole thing on goal setting that you shouldn't just like have goal setting, but you should have a oh, a plan or. Yeah. So I, f- I forget who it was, but he was saying he was quoting someone about how uh, instead of setting like goals, well, it's instead of like setting goals that are outcomes, you should set goals that are systems and processes. Systems. That's right. Yeah. So instead of. So have a system. Yeah. So instead of setting a goal, like I want to weigh this much because that it's, it's, you know, it's all or nothing. You set a goal where I want to, you know, start working out these days a week and I want to start eating this, and this is my new meal plan, you know? So like, so that way, like your success doesn't come from, just hitting the outcome right because then especially when you don't hit it then i feel like you feel like you didn't accomplish anything and then you know what i mean i feel like you get Mm -hmm. depressed and then you're just like well screw that goal you know so i feel like to have a system like he talked about like having a plan to like eat healthier and working out this many times a week and even if you don't hit that many times a week it's better to work out at least once or twice because then you're at least doing something rather than nothing, and you still feel like you're accomplishing something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. Like me working out, I'm like, I, it's better than where I started. <laughs> I retired, didn't do anything for a year, got a little chubby, which is good. My body needed it. I'm becoming a woman, and now I've decided to work out. And my goal was like three or four times a week, but it always ended up being like once or twice a week. There's probably like two weeks where I actually went like four times and I was feeling really good. And then something happens or I'm traveling or I'm gone. So it makes it harder. And I just want to like be on top of it. And that was something I was thinking of as a new year's resolution was to like, I'm going to be consistent every week now that I'm not in school. And if I'm not traveling that, like, I'm just going to go like three or four times a week. And then like, I'll go once. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't move the next day. So then I don't go for like another three days. Well, that's your problem because. I know I need to make it consistent. I just need to go like every other day or like every day and just build it up. So like I work always, off the soreness. You wait just enough time to where you're now kind of out of shape again. And then you, <laughs> then you work out really, really hard. So every single time you go, you just hurt yourself. I know. And you think being an athlete my whole life, I would know that, but <laughs> well, <laughs> I just apparently don't care, I guess. At least you're trying. I'm trying. So of those who make a new year's resolution after one week, 75% are still successful in keeping it. That's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. So a quarter drop off after one week kind of demoralizing <laughs> just sitting so, here hey, trying to you know process what? all this by the time this comes out which will be next week we'll be i don't know what three weeks into january so if you've still kept your resolutions you're you're ahead you're winning <laughs> i'm already losing um okay so the main question is are we both setting new year's resolutions i did i i thought about a couple can i explain <laughs> kayla did not <laughs> yeah can i explain though yeah you can okay. explain but you didn't i yeah, i well, well i didn't i don't Jonas always wants to talk about things and talk about what we're going to do for the week or what we're going to do for the day. And I kind of just hate that. I'm like, that's so annoying. Like, can we just like figure it out or just like, just hey, let's do this and let's just go. You know, I like, I don't like sitting there planning out the whole thing. Cause then I'm like, what if something comes up and then it stresses me out, even though it's like not school or gymnastics, but it still stresses me out anyway. So I haven't really sat down and talked to Jonas about my goals. For I've asked you like a million times. 
I know. I've been, I've just been trying to think and I'm trying okay. to, I'm trying to see what I want to do because ever since I quit gymnastics, I just feel lazy. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lazy. <laughs> well, I'm listening. You Keep like going. this. Okay. Keep going. So I, well, I did tell you one that I said, let's bring you two back into the picture. Yep. So it's been almost three weeks in. We still haven't started that. I'm waiting. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> well, sure, I'll do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm ready. I just, I'm waiting for you. I what feel are you waiting like, for me you know, on? You're this was your resolution. And, well, you have to like help video and stuff. Yeah, but you haven't told me anything that you want to video. Because I'm not sure what we what we should do. I need your help, your input. So we haven't okay. like sat down and talked about well, it, which need we need to, to ask do. ask me because I've just been sitting here waiting for you. Well, anyway, so I wanted to bring you two back in and document more of our life. And what was it the other day where I was like, man, we should have, oh, my neck. I said, man, this would have been perfect to document because it's hilarious. Yeah, that would have been a funny video. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, so maybe bringing back YouTube a little bit more, doing videos once a week with that if we have time. And then for a hot second, I was kind of like, you know, to keep staying relevant, I need to do more with social media. And I was kind of getting motivated to like maybe make more TikToks or do more stuff on Instagram, just like daily life stuff and fashion or this and that. And then I was watching TikToks the other day and I got really down on myself. What? Why? I just felt like I wasn't good enough. Like what? I just felt we, like I was Kate, ugly. We've, we've or, had this talk before I know, I know. Let on me just, this podcast. I know. Let me just explain. <laughs> so you're not even taking your own advice. I know, okay, but it, it happens like once in a while it'll hit me where I just am like, man, I'm not Alex Earl. I'm not, you know, so good at makeup and super gorgeous and have a boob job, whatever. So sometimes I get down on myself, but then we actually had a lesson in church today that was, we were talking about New Year's resolutions and like things that can distract us from our happiness. And, you know, of course, everyone, we always say social media. And so I started thinking to myself, I'm like, that's right. Like social media does not need to d determine my happiness. You know, and I know we've said it on the that's podcast, right. but it, it helped like remind me that like I'm perfect the way I am. And so then I was kind of thinking like, maybe I could do more on social media, but I don't have to do the exact same things that everybody else does. You know, like I shouldn't have to, portray myself to be like everybody else I should be able to do what I want and do my own thing and yeah, create my own thing. thing yeah you know like I could still post like a makeup tutorial for example but it doesn't have to be like the same makeup tutorials the same products the same this that everybody uses because there's a ton of products that I use that are amazing that nobody talks about because everyone's using what's trending but then you see all these tiktokers go on you know and they're talking about the trends and how all these products are so bad but because they're trendy everyone's buying them and I'm kind of like looking at myself and I'm like, yeah, I like tend to fall for that too. But then sometimes I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't use these products just because everyone else is using them. And then I feel like it doesn't make the influencers as creative because it's easy for them to create content because they're copying off of everybody else. So I thought maybe I could do my own thing and my own products and what I use and what I like and not do what everyone else is doing. So I was like, maybe I'll enjoy that more instead of trying to compare and compete and be just like the other influencers, you know? Mm -hmm. So kind of having like my own, not saying every influencer is like that, but the majority I watch, you know, they're all copycats, you know, and like doing the same thing. So I feel like if I could be more myself, I'd enjoy it more. So I'm trying to be more positive and do social media more. So I thought I need to work on that. 
selling more on Poshmark, (laughs) going through my closet, cleaning stuff out. I want to like go through all the cupboards in the house and get rid of things and that's a good idea. Put more clothes on Poshmark and get rid of stuff because I literally wear things one time and then never wear it again. So just being better about that, posting on Poshmark, keep me a little bit more busy. And then another thing I've tried thinking about was a job. Ooh. Like, like what kind of job? I don't know. I'm still trying to see if I want to like pursue the sports commentary. I don't know why you don't. Like that's, I think I don't like that's the obvious answer. I feel like you've already like you just graduated in sports broadcasting journalism. You've already worked with the Pac-12. You've already you know you've emceed meets. You've I know. I just get stuff. nervous because I feel like is it too late because the season's already started and they already have people working. Have you asked them? No, well, I then you'll do never that. know. Yeah, I know. Just, I know. I'm just, just I'm just out. been trying to think of a lot of things. Like, do I want to pursue in that and keep pushing towards that, or like you said, like, do I do YouTube videos or something, commentating the meets and doing my own type of thing? You know, would be could be fun, mm-hmm. possibly. I don't know. There's a lot of things I could just rant on right now, but I don't want to just rant. But I feel like, or do I want to like? start something really cool or like a business yeah like something or do I want to do like a summer camp with Alexa we do like a summer camp gymnastics and dance summer camp I don't know there's just so many things and then I just get really overwhelmed so then I feel like I kind of just get lazy again because it stresses me out I say you just pick one thing and go for it okay (laughs) (laughs) all right I'll think about it Anyway, if you guys have any opinions, obviously I should do it for myself, but if you guys think I'd be really good at sports broadcasting, let me know. See if that's something I should still continue to pursue because everyone tells me it, your dad tells me it all the time, and my mom, and my family, like, you need to do sports broadcasting, you'd be so good, and... Yeah, well, I'm a little confused because I thought that was your plan all along. Well, I mean, I obviously needed something like a degree for college, and that's you know, since I was a gymnast to stay in the gym world and because that's something I know how to do easily and it wasn't a very hard career choice. (laughs) So I'm like, oh yeah, it seems interesting to me, but like, I didn't really know if I would do it or not, I guess. Especially since we're like married, I'm kind of like, well, you have a job and I want to be a mom, but I don't have kids yet. So yeah, we're at least nine months away from having kids. (laughs) Oh, probably more than that, but so, yeah, I'm kind of in a bubble, but in a rut. So, in we'll a, see what happens with that. In a pickle, yeah. I just feel like I'm in my own little bubble doing my own little things. Well, those are good resolutions. I have more up my sleeve, but that's yeah. just what I've been, like, thinking right now, so. I like those. Is that all of them? Yeah, it's good. I don't want to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, for me, I want to read 15 books, and... It's kind of hard because I like reading, but I also don't. It's, I don't know, it has to be a good book. Otherwise, I lose it. I lose focus. But, like, I, I want to read way more than I like to read. That's the problem. And so I have a ton of books, a lot of, like, business and nonfiction books. Um, and, I don't know, every year I set some sort of reading goal, but it's usually, like, one a month, which honestly isn't that hard. 
But like it, sometimes I'll, I'll be reading a book and it's just, if it's not interesting, it'll take me four months to read it just because I just don't want to pick it up. You know, this I have to like lady force in church myself. today said her New Year's goal last year was to read 50 books in a year. Oh my gosh. Did she do it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Geez. No, but we're like, we like, we're sitting there calculating it. Me and my friend, we were yeah, sitting there. We're like, it's one a week. We're calculating it. Yeah. It was like, it was that's like one, one a week. week or three a month or whatever. Yeah. It was, I was like, wow. My goodness. But so what I did differently this year is I've already picked out the books that I want to read for this year. So I'm actually excited. And I've mixed in some good like fiction books in between to keep me interested, you know, because those are way more fun to read generally than nonfiction. So yeah, that, that was one of my goals. Another goal is to get on American Ninja Warrior season 15, which I'm training for. I've applied for. That is definitely not a goal for me. <laughs> It's, that used it's, to be a I've goal. A, I, I used a, to have, I have a love hate relationship with the sport. It's pretty fun, but it's pretty hard. And it's, uh, you never know what can happen, but I don't know. I'm in it. In it to win it. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. What else? I have a list on my phone, but oh, one of my goals is to be on my phone less. Listen to this. You know how your iPhone gives you every week, it says your screen time. So one of my New Year's resolutions was to be on my phone less. And my screen time notification popped up today. Says I was on at 15% less than normal last week. Wow, that's so, impressive. So, yeah, I'm doing it. I put time limits. I never knew. Well, I, I knew you could do it, kind of. I'd never really put too much thought in it, but I was listening to a podcast. It was actually, it's funny. It was Jake Paul, who was, <laughs> I know he's pretty controversial, but he, he said some really, he said that he puts like a time limit on all social media of his, and it was it was like a very low time limit, and so... Mm. So I started doing that. So it's 30 minutes for each platform. So Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. It's pretty there's, much all I use. There's this lady at church today. I keep referring back to church because we were talking about all this goals. at Church and Goals. <laughs> yeah. And so it's the talk of the town today. But she said, I I struggle reading my scriptures a lot. And I want to do better at that because I want to put God first more this year. That's kind of another thing. Um, just because it is really important. And having that in my life makes me a lot happier. And so... I really want to do better at reading my scriptures. And so something that she said is that she can't go on social media till she's read some scriptures. So until she like oh, that's cool. reads from her scriptures, at least a couple of verses, and she, then she can go on social media. So she can't open any of her social media apps for the day until she's gone and read some verses from I like her that. scriptures. That's a good idea. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know if I'd be that good at it, but I figured it's worth a shot to try that to help me like read them more, you know? Yeah. No, I like that. So. Um, what else? I want to beat my time on the Spartan race. For those of you that don't know, Spartan race is kind of like a, it's like an, it's like a mix between running and obstacles. Yeah, I would do that if I didn't have to run at all. If it was just all <laughs> obstacles, I would do it. Well, if it's all obstacles, that's Ninja I can't Warrior. run though. Yeah. Remember but I ran like a I know, mile did you hear what I just said? hurt my foot? If it's all obstacles, that's Ninja Warrior and you don't like Ninja Warrior. Yeah, but that's just like. The Spartan races are more fun. Like it's I get fun. down and dirty and muddy, but it's a good time. And I got one of my best friends to sign up with me. Um, I had two more. Oh, one of them was do more things. I know that's kind of vague. And didn't you say planning more date nights? Yeah, that's part of it. Okay, sorry. I so like, like do more things because I, I don't know. A lot of times I feel like we just just Stay hang around. out at home, you yeah. know, or it, or if I'm hanging out with friends, it's always just game night or fight night. 
So we're always just in front of the TV. But we feel like we talked about it because when it's winter, you don't want to go outside as much as like when it's summer, you know, you can go hiking and do all these things and we don't ski yeah. or snowboard. So I feel like in the winter, it's just kind of hard. I'm like, what is there? Yeah, to do? I might want to get into skiing or snowboarding. Oh, no. Well, it's been a few years. I want to try it again. I know. His siblings convinced him last night. At and the that, family no, they didn't together. convince me. I've been thinking about it for a while. Like I've been thinking. Oh, I didn't know that because every time someone brings it up, you're like, eh, I don't really care to do that. Yeah, because I'm not ready for it yet. No. For those of you that don't know, I so I grew up in California, so I never really did winter sports. We moved to Utah when I was 15. First time skiing, broke my arm. And since then, I've gone. <laughs> I don't know, maybe once or twice. And like, I don't know. I think that just kind of that just kind of scarred me, just because then I was just afraid to go fast, you know, or afraid to take sharp turns. I think that's what scares me because I've never tried it and everyone's like, oh, you'd be so good at it. But then I'm like, watch me. I went 20 years without breaking a bone and then I'm going to go ski and hurt myself the first time. Yeah. I don't know. You just got to live. Like I was very injury prone for most of my life, but I've been very good the last, I don't know, five, six years. And so since I've known you. Yeah. So I feel more confident. Also, I used to hate the cold. But now I kind of I kind of like winter, like especially because Michaela likes the house so hot. It just feels nice <laughs> to stand outside. I I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but at night, you know this, I will like get in just shorts and nothing else and go outside, and it's like thirty degrees, just so I can cool down for ten minutes before I get into bed, and then I'm sweating again. Yeah, and then you come in minutes. and you're like, I'm still hot. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll literally sometimes I'll, I'll just stand out there and I see like. My skin's just steaming. I don't know. I just run hot. That's, I don't know. I think it's probably you because are I, hot. You do run it's hot. It's probably because I work out a lot more <laughs> than I used to. But so, so, but that was another thing that kept me from snow sports is I just didn't like the cold. But now, you know, I'm totally fine with it. So I'm know, not, I'm not injury time, prone anymore. And every, I like the cold. Every time I say that though, everyone's like, it gets really hot when you're out there and the sun's out. So then I'm like, well, then I'll just take my jacket off. I, don't know. I, don't know. I know, but I'm saying then maybe would I like it? Oh, yeah, I mean, my like sister's it. gone when there's been like a blizzard and it's freezing. You can barely see. I'm like, I don't want to go when it's doing that, but I'd maybe try it if it's like sunny, a sunny day. Isn't like snowing outside. I don't know. Might need to try it. I think the other thing is, is like, I don't want to rent snow clothes because you know how I am about using other people's clothes that I don't know who's touched them or put them on. Then why don't you buy some? That's what I'm saying is I'm going to be broke if I go buy myself some skiing gear because you know I'm going to buy some good stuff. Oh, well, that's fine. That's another thing is I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend that much on <laughs> snow gear if I'm not going to really go. It's another thing. Yeah, well, we figured it out. But those are pretty much my resolutions. In the past, have you ever set New Year's resolutions? I feel like you haven't really. I'm pretty good about it every year. No, I just feel like for me it was just like my goals were always – like I said, gymnastics, like Olympics and college. So I just kept working hard, you know, to achieve those. And I did. Those were my goals. Gymnastics was already stressful enough. And I was like, I'm in really good yeah. shape. <laughs> I work out a ton. <laughs> Wish I had a little bit more of a social life. But, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have much. Yeah, I've always done it. And I I don't think I've ever 100% hit my New Year's resolutions at the end of the year. Which I think is good because that means that I'm setting good goals. Because I'm, I'm not, it's not like I'm giving up on them. Like I set some pretty t- tough, because uh, like there's a few other goals I have that's more personal, but I always set some pretty tough ones. And so I think it's good if you can, you know, hit nine out of 10. You know which one you haven't said yet? What? Being a dad. Uh, that was not, what, I can put it on there if you yeah. want me to. Yeah. 
Okay. It's a good goal. Maybe if we both have that as a goal, come true. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll write it on my list. Um, do you think there's a difference between a goal and a resolution? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think feel like the they're way, two different things, but they're just similar. Yeah. I mean, the way that we treat them, it's pretty much the same, I feel mm-hmm. like. But a resolution is more of, I feel like a goal just sounds more specific, like a goal, a specific, like a goal. A resolution is like, oh, I want to change this or do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever heard the word resolution used outside of New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's pretty much just New Year's goal. Do you think, do you normally tend to stick to goals or resolutions? I know it's kind of hard because you haven't really set up a whole <laughs> lot in the past. I know. Well, it's hard now because like maybe we'll just have to see how this year goes and then we can recap on this next year. But for me, I just, my I I worked hard my whole life, my whole life to achieve that one goal. So mm-hmm. I'd say I worked pretty hard towards a goal, you know, and didn't give up on it. So at least I have that going for me. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sad, but. Now, yeah, now I don't really know. So I'm going to just see how this year goes and what joy it brings me. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like the the reason why most goals or resolutions fail is because, so my grandma, my mom's mom, she has this quote that she told me a while ago. And I'm going to butcher. I don't remember it exactly, but she it's basically like character, like the definition of character or a strong character, I'm already messing it up. I think it's like a, a definition of character means being able to follow through on goals after you're out of the mood in which you set them. Hmm. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I got it. All right. I'm glad because it I made, made I way more sense in my head. No, that, it's, that's pretty much it though. It's I, Maybe it's just it's simpler. It might just be character is following through on your goals when – the mood that you set them in has left basically. Cause it's like, you know, anyone can get pumped up, fired up and like, Oh, I want to do this, 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 well, that this. Was me like social media is like YouTube. Yeah. 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 And, then- <laughs> and then, and then the, the difference is that, you know, after that mood leaves, You're you still, still stick with it. it. Yeah. I'll give you an example. For me, it was Ninja Warrior last year because I had like made that goal. It wasn't a new year's resolution. It was a goal when we started talking about it mm-hmm. over the summer I guess that was like a year and a half ago now, but that was like a goal of mine. And then I start training and it was kind of fun, but then I kind of like, you know, the first few days you get so much better because I didn't have any training, right? I didn't think I could do anything. And I start learning things and then, you know, I've, I was already working out, so I was in good shape so I could do a lot of things. But then after the first week really felt like I plateaued and then it just kind of sucked for a few months because, like, I was always tearing my hands, like, getting mm-hmm. blisters and rips. And, like, I got tendonitis elbows, in my elbows. Yeah. Had to start seeing a physical therapist. And, like... Oh, now you know the daily life of a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the daily life of a gymnast. And so that was hard because, like, I, I really wanted to quit. I'm, like, I'm just not really enjoying the sport anymore. Like, I kind of want to give up. But I had already set that goal. You know, and I, already, I had already applied for the show, and so I kept training, and it, it got better. Like, you know, my built up the calluses to where now I don't right. Rip. Like a goal is never going to be easy. Doesn't yeah. mean you can't quit when it gets hard. It's like me with the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. I came back, I did really well, and then kind of after I was like, man, why did I why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I could have took the easy way out, you know, and chose college and just kept going. 
yeah. at an easy pace and then covid and i got pneumonia and all the things and my bone spur and then i was really like i just want to give up but look i didn't and i listened to you my mom my mm -hmm. sister my dad my coaches and i was able to push through that as a good sacrifice <laughs> that's true but i think also it helps because you were so focused i think part of the reason why people um why like resolutions fail or people don't hit their goals because they get distracted like Another example for me, but it's for Ninja this year. I don't think I've gone into the gym once in the new year, have I? Because I just started a new job a few weeks ago, and I've been, well, a week ago, I guess, and I've been really busy with it. And like, so my schedule's all off, and I've just been so focused on this new job because it's fun and exciting and it's kind of a dream. I just haven't really thought about Ninja a whole lot. I feel like literally it was yesterday. I'm like, oh, I need to buy some more chalk. Then I'm like, oh, when was the last time you even went to the gym? You know, it's just, it's just easy to get distracted. So it's kind of nice when you have one big goal like that. Mm -hmm. So you don't get distracted. Well, and that's like what I did for my whole life. Like that's all I did was gymnastics. So it was easy for me to not get distracted because it wasn't like I couldn't just not go to practice. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That, that was your life. It was like my jail. So your, your goal <laughs> was your life, there. was your prison. Um, let's look at why New Year's resolutions fail according to research. You want to read those for us? Okay, so in one study, 35% of participants who failed their New Year's resolutions said that they had unrealistic goals. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if it's unrealistic, you're not really going to pursue it. Yeah, that makes sense. But, I mean, I feel like there's no harm in going for it either, so. Yeah, I mean, it's better... In my opinion, it's better to set goals that would be unrealistic than too easy. But it's also depends on how unrealistic, you know, like, because I, I know some people that have set some really unrealistic goals and we're all like, okay, that's not going to happen. And it doesn't happen, you know. So I think it should stretch you a little bit. But yeah, that makes be sense. A little bit of a challenge. Yeah. Step out of your comfort zone, I think a little bit is good. Okay, so 33% of participants who failed didn't keep track of their progress. That's a big one. I feel like that's one that people don't think about a lot. There's another quote. I'm going to look it up so I don't butcher it, actually. Okay, so it's by Thomas S. Monson. You know who that is? <laughs> so he says, when performance is measured, performance improves. When performance is measured and reported, the rate of improvement accelerates. I'm going to read it again because that's a, it's a big idea. When performance is measured, performance improves. When performance is measured and reported, the rate of improvement accelerates. So, and that's huge. And I, I feel like a lot of people don't really think about that. 33% of participants who failed didn't keep track of their progress. But if you keep track of it and you report it, whether it's to yourself or to someone else to hold you yeah, accountable. But what, what's keeping track of it? Just seeing how you're how you progress over time yeah like writing it down even you know like um like when i did the carnivore diet you know how i used my whoop and i used the fit track the scale and then i took screenshots every day mm -hmm. of both numbers and so that's how i kept mm -hmm. track of it and then i would post those on instagram and that was my version of like reporting it so i try and i follow this quote pretty much every time i you know have like a big goal i'm working towards so I would measure my progress and I would report it. So I was accountable to myself, to everyone that was following me on Instagram. And so that way I could see my progress. But I feel like a lot of people just set a goal and then 
you know, if you don't have steps or if you don't have ways you can track it, you know, it's like easy to get lost. You know, like for you going to the Olympics, you had like small, like a lot of small steps to track, you know, like get this skill, get this routine down, you know, place this at this meet, Mm -hmm. right? Trials. There's a lot of little things that you could track. Sometimes people set goals and, you know, it's just kind of hard to track. Like my book goal is really easy to track. It's 15 books in the year. So a little more than one book a month. That's easy to track. And I'm planning to report it, planning to do like a little, like rate each book, mm. send it to maybe put it on Instagram on my story. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Last one. Oh no. Sorry. Two more. Two more. 23% forgot about their resolutions. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. sad, but that's that act- happens that's, to me. It's yeah, like right at the beginning too. of the year. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then two weeks in, you go back to normal life and you just kind of forget. Yeah. Goes away. <laughs> I have to go back to the n- the note on my phone to read it. See, I think that's good to like sit there and actually write down your goals. Because like for me, I feel like I think of something and then forget it. I've got another quote for you. Okay. I think either my dad said this or he got it from someone, but I heard it from my dad. Okay. I thought it was really funny. Recently? <laughs> no, I've, I don't know when I first heard it from him, but I've heard him say it a few times. And I've never asked him if he got it from someone. But he said, a goal not written down isn't worth the paper it wasn't written on. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard him say that? No. Have you heard me say that? No. I should say it more often because that's a funny one. But <laughs> it's kind of true, you know, like if if you don't write it down or at least tell someone, you know, it's it's not really, it really it's, it's just in your head, yeah. you know. Okay, last one. And about one in 10 people who failed said they made too many resolutions. Eh. I don't know. I, I wonder. Like that's I just wonder. An excuse. <laughs> it could be. I mean, I wonder. <laughs> the people that said they made too many resolutions. I I want to know how many did they make? How many mm-hmm. do they think is too many? How many do you think is too many? I don't know. Maybe I think, ten. I think, yeah, is I, too many. But like, I feel I like think s- to have like five really good ones is good. I think seven or below is a perfect number. Yeah. As long as I I feel like if you have something really big, then yeah, focus on that. But if you have a couple little ones that you could possibly achieve and do in that year then sure i feel like it shouldn't be a problem but yeah all right interesting trends research has shown losing weight is more important to those who live in the midwest while exercising is more important for those on the west coast so this is what you were talking about earlier interesting to me yeah losing weight that's a that's a that's an outcome goal exercising is a systems goal processes goal Mm -hmm. it's interesting how it you know geographically that's the thing i don't know maybe just because exercising is more trendy on the west coast i'm trying to think i don't know but but yeah i i think exercising is a way better goal to set than losing weight Mm -hmm. i think so too i hardly ever step on the scale and check my weight (laughs) i only ever do if i'm try well so i guess i've set goals to lose weight before but it's always like before ninja or before like a spartan race when like me being 230 pounds doesn't help at all (laughs) you know like if i can if i can cut 10 or 15 pounds it helps a lot so so stuff like that losing weight's a good goal but like if you're not healthy a way better goal than losing weight is exercise and eat healthy you know because weight's not the best metric of health right 
There's you a know, lot of things that I feel like tie into it. So I feel like you just got to start the baby steps. Yeah. You know? And like I've known people that were unhealthy and then gained weight, mostly pretty much all guys, because they started like working out like bodybuilding. We're, we're way healthier, even though they weighed more, you know. Mm-hmm. The southern states find it more important to drink less alcohol, but the northeast has more people that would like to stop drinking alcohol completely. I don't know. I mean, I'm not never really had alcohol, so I can't really comment on this. But, but you know what's interesting to me is how we know how bad things are for our bodies, <laughs> but we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> like yeah, not even a, just saying alcohol, there's but a lot just, of things. Like, there's a lot of like things. Like soda. Everything yeah. in soda is bad for you. And so many people still drink it. Oreo milkshake. I had like four Oreo milkshakes last week. And I'm a pretty healthy guy, <laughs> but that's just my one thing. <laughs> and I know it's like not good, but... I what's kinda, funny to me is when you see like <laughs> doctors go through school... And know all the things that are bad for you, but yet they still do it. Yeah. Kind of yeah, crazy. that too. It is interesting. The Northeast is almost twice as likely to make a resolution about spending more time volunteering in the community. That's kind of cool. Good for them. I've never even really thought about... I don't even know if there's any... I feel like because I never grew up in like a small little town, I don't really ever feel like I have a community. You yeah, know? you know... I was going to say, I haven't really thought about, so when I grew up in the city we lived, you know, there was opportunities to do that. Like, I can think off the top of my head, you know, ways to volunteer community service. But here, I don't know. I never really think about it. That's a good one. It would be cool, yeah. Good on you, Northeast. Look at that. The Northeast, they want to stop (laughs) drinking alcohol completely and spend more time volunteering. Oh, that's cool. Good for them. I wish... I could do more volunteer stuff. I like when I when I do it, I feel really good about it. In the area we live in, what things do people prioritize? Let's Social think. Social media. Utah. <laughs> Utah's like influencer, like work-esque. Like everyone has to be doing some big fancy thing, starting some new company, or everyone's an influencer. I feel like all the influencers are here too. Most of them. Um, what do you mean all the influencers? In the world? <laughs> I mean, not in the world, but like the major, like influencing started because of Utah I thought girls. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on that uh, one. No, everyone would say it. I would say L.A. is the hub for sure. I think everybody goes to L.A. because of the opportunities. Okay, who was the first influencer then? I'm not sure. I feel like people always say like. Rachel Parcell and Amber Fillerup and all them. I don't, like, they weren't the, f- the first influencers ever. Like the first, ever. but I feel like they're like well, then where did some it of start? the biggest. I don't even know. Don't even ask me. Well, then don't make claims like that. Well, that you I'm can't just saying up. like everybody always says like when I, I, when I, when I, when we moved here, that's like what Utah's known for is beautiful girls. Like you listen to people on TikTok all the time and Utah's full of like beautiful women, successful people. It is a great state a growing, for business. Yeah, like I'll tell you what. That's what I. That's what I was saying. Listen like, to this, everybody. Every, like, my, there's a lot of successful people here. I mean, especially like a the lot place, of people that have a lot of money. The place where we live, so everyone knows like Silicon Valley, that part of California, but people call like this part of Utah Silicon Slopes because it's it's very much yeah, tech I didn't and get entrepreneurship. That when that lady said that. So Silicon um, Valley yeah. is what they people call that part of California where there's just a whole bunch of tech companies, right? A lot Mm -hmm. of success. Starting, I don't know how long ago, a few years ago, everyone started calling this part of Utah kind of like from Salt Lake City down to Orem Provo. 
pretty much this whole area, Silicon Slopes, mm-hmm. because, you know, we have the mountains, but it's like, this is the next hub for like tech and entrepreneurship. And I don't know, since then it's, I mean, it's lived up to the name. Like we've had a few multi-billion dollar companies start here and grow here, exit here. Um, so many opportunities. Like I got a new job and my commute went from five minutes to six minutes. <laughs> There's wow. just so many opportunities here, you know? So, so that's true. I mean, I, it's definitely very business oriented. So I'm sure resolutions would be around that. I don't, I don't know if I fully agree with you on the whole influencer thing, but I don't know. That's all I can think of Utah. It's like, Every time I go to an influencer event, there's like 500 of us and you don't see that in Arizona and you don't see those in LA. Like all the influencers here throw parties. Like even Amber Fillerup came here to do a big event. She doesn't really, I feel like doing much in Arizona, but she came to Utah to throw a big one with Rachel Parcell. So that's why I'm saying like everyone just knows like you talk to anybody and they're like, yeah, like the influencer world is so crazy in Utah. Like everybody's here that does it. So yeah, well, I don't know. And I think it, is along guess, well, with a lot of can, the businesses like can, a lot of the influencers work with the businesses that are here because they're like thriving and achieving and have so much success and helps them with their success i don't know we that's can just, agree to sort of disagree okay on it's one. fine no i believe you i'm just kidding um that's last, just what i see last so. two questions before the assumption these are funny so if you had to pick the state that you think would stick to the resolutions the most who would you pick and what about the state that would have the lowest success rate with resolutions? <laughs> I was going to say lowest LA because it's becoming LA, a dump. LA is not a state. Well, California, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you think lowest is California. Why? <laughs> I just said why. Because well, what I does feel that like mean? California is just like struggling and everyone's leaving and it's... Like their success rate just isn't that good unless yeah, you you're know like what? a I movie might, star. I might agree with you on that one. Actually, a lot of people are leaving California. See, homelessness is going up. Crime's not, going I up. I don't look as dumb as you think I am. I got what some. about what about? Okay, what about the most? Yeah, I was trying to think about that. I don't know. I do you think do you can you guess which one I'm picking? Utah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Florida. Oh. Florida's just know. a good place. It's always sunny. The yeah. weather's perfect. I, just, I don't really know a lot people about are happy. other states. So. It's like, it's this big melting pot. There's people from all walks of life. I don't know. I love Florida. I lived there for a few years. Yeah, I was, Jonas a, I was would a missionary like there. there. And I have a bunch of friends there still. I just can't do the humidity. If it wasn't so humid. It's only humid for a few months. I know. I can't do it. Florida's a great place. My and, hair never stays. And I love the people of Florida. And so I think that you guys are the best at sticking to resolutions because you're happy and it's a happy place to be and when you're happier it's easier to stick to resolutions i don't have one so sorry <laughs> about it well pick florida <laughs> with me florida woo. you can pick utah it's fine i don't really know honestly okay utah, do you want to do you want to do the assumption because <laughs> i i mm-hmm. i question if you are the one that submitted this assumption i did not submit a, an have assumption. you read it do you yes. know <laughs> well do I you know, know why i think that you submitted it yeah, but I didn't go and submit my own assumption about I know, but if, if you would have, this is what oh, you would have said. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, tell, tell them what the assumption okay, is. Okay, the assumption for today, drumroll please. Okay, 2023 is for sure the year you will have a baby. <laughs> oh, it better be because since it didn't happen last year, even though we started trying in like October. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I well, can. Well, no, we <laughs> tried before that. Well, September, October. It was like September. I don't know if I can agree or disagree. I mean... 
because of that, that's pretty confident. For sure, the year you will have a baby. <laughs> I'm I mean, confident. I mean, we hey, gotta, we we're, gotta be we're trying. We gotta be you know, confident we're, we're here. We're doing what we can, but I don't know. There's a lot of things that sometimes it's just fate. And it, I don't isn't know. that? Isn't it? Listen to this. This is crazy to think about. Okay. Out of the twelve months in a year, we only have twelve times to try for a baby. Okay, that's not true. Because it, you mean you only ovulate once a month. I know, but. We've been over us. I'm pretty sure we talked about this in our Trying for a Baby podcast, but you can still get pregnant even when you're not ovulating. Yeah, but it's rare when that happens, I feel okay, like. Okay, well, we'll agree it's to... pretty much only when you ovulate. We'll go ahead and agree to somewhat agree. <laughs> agree to agree. I don't know. I don't know much <laughs> about this stuff. <laughs> I don't feel like anybody really knows until you've gone through a child, and even then you still don't know everything until you've had multiple. <laughs> yeah, but. well, hey, whoever submitted that assumption, we appreciate you because that's... <laughs> Yeah, keep us in your prayers, That's guys. Keep praying. You didn't even mention that as a goal. That's your biggest goal this year. Did you mention it? Yeah, being a mom. Okay, well. Like, I want to be a mom. I think everybody knows that. I don't even think I need to mention that. That's if true. If you it's know kind me, of a given. you know that's, like, my top priority is to be a mom. Like, it's so funny because, like, Jonas and I have talked about it, and I was Your like, mom the mellow. Not the same. It's not the same. I mean, I love animals, but I'm not an animal lover where I'll love my animal more than my own child. I told you that I would love to be a mom. Like, I wouldn't care. As long as I had a baby, I wouldn't even care getting up 10 times in the middle of the night and not sleeping all night because I would want a baby so bad and just to take care of it and love it. Yeah, you say <laughs> that. We'll see. Yeah, I'll just watch my Netflixes all night. You will not even have to get up in the night. I won't even have to bother you. You'll sleep the whole time. If this is legitimate, then I'm really excited <laughs> yeah. and I appreciate that. But I, this is one of those things where you're in this mood now, but once you I actually know, have sure. the baby, yes, then gonna you're going to be, be out of, of that work. mood. I know. It's going to be hard. And you're going to be Having like, a baby you need hard. to stay up with the baby, which I'm fine to do. But I'm just saying, if you want to do it, that'd, that'd be awesome because I like sleeping. I mean, we'll see. You might have to help sometimes, but oh, a lot of it, actually. <laughs> I'll try to do most of the work, I guess. All right. Well, we'll let you guys know. Teamwork we'll makes out. the dream work, so you better help me. So anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. That was so much fun. Let us know what your New Year's resolutions are below and we'll keep you updated on ours. But as always, feel free to leave a comment, like, subscribe, leave a rating if you're on Spotify or Apple. And we'll catch you guys next week, every Friday. Thanks so much. See you guys next week.